Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I send Tyra Banks on maternity leave, we send Kanye West to Human Resources, and figure out why Rihanna is so late for work, like she's the only girl in the world. Hey. Hey. What's going on? Ugh, nothing. Is that a new, uh, new headset? Yes, what it is. is. That? Well, it's, it's like a uh, Uhura from Star Trek ear earpiece. No kidding. That's official. Yeah. Engage, Captain Picard. Engage. What's going on? Rusted. Oh, nothing. You know, I'm just chilling out. I'm watching some uh, figure skating on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, okay. I didn't know they had off-season figure skating. As you do. I mean, this is the season, kind of. It's still... There's ice somewhere. Yeah, that's true. There's ice somewhere. There isn't an Olympic Games anywhere. There is only the Summer Olympics, which are coming up. Right. But there's always time for some triple sow cows. Sure. Remember remember Surya Bunale? Remember her? Oh, yeah. With their one-legged backflips? When she would do those one-legged backflips, she she really had like a dramatic backstory too. Like I remember she was adopted from somewhere in Africa, and I think like her mom had the goat farm. But then she also trained Surya on the side, and she was like one of those sort of like tough as nails, like stage moms, and she'd be like, "Do the backflips." Well, I feel like you got to be tough as nails. I feel like that was probably Desiree. In my head, she was always like a Desiree type. Like, you got to be like an Ellen Cleghorn. Oh, yeah, sort. definitely. Yeah. That was her theme song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, she could always do those triple Lutzes. And she always did it a little bit extra. And, like, they never really appreciated her acrobatics. Isn't I don't think she ever got goes, That's how it goes. Okay. You got to do twice as much to get half as far. That's not right. And poor Debbie. Did you see that Ayanla Fix My Life with Debbie Allen? Or, um, or what is Debbie Thomas? Sorry, Debbie, Debbie Thomas. Thomas. Debbie Allen's doing fine. Yeah, with yeah, Debbie, Debbie Thomas. Debbie, I, <laughs> Debbie Allen's okay. But Debbie Thomas? Not so much. She's in the woods in West Virginia right now, and she refuses to come out, even with Ayanla's help. I didn't watch that full episode. I could only watch the, the like YouTube preview because yeah, it just looked too sad. It, yeah, it was very sad. It was very sad. Yeah. I hope that she took Ayanla up finally on her on her offer. I don't think she fix did. it. I'm, I don't believe so, that happened. Yeah. In other news, what's hap- What's going on with you? Nothing. It's just a uh, just a rainy day in Los Angeles, so I've just been home listening to the Velvet Rope on repeat. Oh boy! So you're getting your just desserts from last weekend because you were popping a lot of mess. <laughs> I about guess the so. East Coast. And you had your sunglasses on. Now you've <laughs> did. got rain, your duck boots on, and you're getting ready for Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> Hardly. Hardly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Last week, I was living my life like it was golden. This week, I'm just having a, a like subdued Sunday afternoon. That's fine. Yeah, rain dropped all on your head. Yeah, I was supposed to go into work today, and I said, you know what? Not happening. State of emergency. Yeah, it should be sunny again by tomorrow. I'm not pressed. I'm not worried. Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I went to, I saw Major Lazer in concert. Yeah, uh, I saw pictures of that. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it was pretty nice. I'd never been to one of uh, their concerts before, so just kind of curious and saw it. Just kind of see how that all works out. You know, it was good. They played a lot of their hits. They played, um, of course, Lean On. Uh, actually, we didn't even make it until Lean On. We actually left the concert venue a little bit early. You know, when you get to a certain age, the last thing you want to do is be at a concert at the very last minute when everyone's trying sure. to escape the so we we popped out probably about fifteen to twenty minutes earlier. So we didn't get to hear, we didn't get to pound the floor. We didn't pound the floor. That's okay. You can pound the floor in your exit. You can still hear it in yeah. the distance as you're leaving. Yeah, I pounded the floor as I was marching on out of there and got right into the Uber. You want to be ahead of that traffic jam. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, we we missed all traffic and got home promptly at midnight or twelve thirty or something. Oh, that's not bad. Um, that's a late night for me because right. usually like chamomile tea and 10 o'clock and I'm knocked out for real. Yeah. So, but uh, no, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, we were in the front section, so we got to experience full on, you know, Diplo. Uh, he gets into this big inflatable, like, you know, one of those like ravey bubble balls and okay. like, around through the audience and you know i wasn't really there for that because the, uh, the last thing i want to do is get crushed by like a, a diplo plastic bubble ball right <laughs> so i survived that but that was exciting and um of course there were like air cannons and paper and you know a lot of a lot of twerking you know as you do at a major laser concert yeah yeah, yeah. did you have to wear protective eyewear were there laser beams um there were no laser beams but when i did tell my mom i was at a major laser show she said, oh, that's nice. Remember when we went to the laser light shows in, you know, at the, at the Meadowlands? Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Those laser light shows, those used to be so much fun. Yeah. I just remember going to one, like, Beatles laser light show and, like, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and they had, like, all these different, like, you know, jewel tones and diamond shapes going out through the air. And, okay. Yeah, that was – those were the days – yeah. Those are the days when technology wasn't so, you know, extra. Wasn't so extra. That's true. Yeah, just light in the sky and you just like look up and watch watching the twilight of it all. Nowadays you gotta watch your back. Yeah, we got the internets, we got the tweets, we got the Twitters, we got the, the SoundClouds, we got the Tumblers. We're doing a lot of stuff. Nowhere safe. So speaking about the internets, what's new in the news? Um, well, let's start with something good. Tyra Banks had a baby. Ooh! Yay. That's right. America's next top baby. Well, it was like, uh, more like undercover baby. <laughs> yeah. That's Nobody right. knew about it. Nobody knew. What a surprise. Apparently, she used a surrogate, and she welcomed a baby boy uh, last week with her long-time boyfriend. I think he's like some sort of Swedish photographer or something. Yeah, Eric Asla. He's uh, okay. he's the Nigel Barker of uh, top model Norway. Oh, okay. So yeah. he's Norwegian. He's Norwegian. He's a Viking. Okay. Yeah. Strong. Strong, like axe or whatever. And does the baby have a name? Um, I don't know what the the name of the baby is. I believe the name's York. York Banks Asla, I believe. York Banks Asla. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. You know, I also heard that I also read somewhere that she may be joining the new cast of Celebrity Apprentice, which is going to be 
filming in L.A. And apparently she and Portia from Atlanta Housewives might be joining the cast. I did not see anything? Tyra Banks on that list. I know the cast just came out. But yeah, congratulations to Tyra Banks and her baby. Um, I don't believe she's going to be on Celebrity Apprentice. Okay, I was dreaming. Unless she's going to be on the other side of the table. Maybe she will. Maybe with that Arnold. could with Arnold. That could make sense. There's no way Ivanka's going to be all up in there anymore. No, that would be a betrayal. I think. Yeah, she's got the she's got to run on the campaign trail with her pops. Right. Um, the other people uh, who are going to be competing on Celebrity Apprentice are Boy George, Matt Iceman, who's from American Ninja Warrior. He's the host. Carrie Keegan, who I don't know who that is. Carson Kressley. We remember from Queer Eye, Lisa Leslie from the WNBA, John Lovitz, comedian, Vince Neal from Motley Crue. Snooki okay. is the first name that I really recognize. Kyle Richards, Real Housewives, is going to be on there. Shale Sonnen, mixed martial artist, I don't know. Portia Williams, Real Housewife of Atlanta. Ricky Williams from the NFL. And Carney Wilson, who I feel like uh, is on every season. Carney? I, yeah, she's on every reality show was she ever on the mole remember the mole <laughs> i do remember the mole i remember the mole with anderson cooper and then with kathy griffin wait did kathy griffin take over from anderson cooper i think so host? does huh. that does that make sense um i might have pulled that out of nowhere maybe, i i feel like i associate kathy griffin with the mole but maybe you're just associating kathy griffin with anderson, with anderson cooper, cooper. right I know that Anderson Cooper only did it for the first couple seasons, and then he had to go back to CNN. Right, because he wanted to be taken seriously as a you know as a journalist, so he couldn't you know try to figure out who sabotaged like the Bake Off, you know. Right. Was it Kathy Griffin that took over for him? Let me see. Let me look it up. Oh no, she competed. She competed and she won. Oh, so she was a contestant. So is this where she and Anderson became like bosom buddies? Uh, Ahmad Rashad was the the host of that season. season oh, okay, okay. That's huh. what happened. We solved that mystery. Mole. She was not the mole. She just won the mole. Yeah, Nor which was. means maybe she was the mole, or she you discovered know, I, the mole. I think Rob Kardashian may be the mole of the Kardashian. Oh family. my goodness! Yes. So, wow. What do you think about this? Rob Kardashian recently announced that he and Black China are an exclusive item. Many people listening may wonder what the hell a Black China is. Uh, yeah, I, is that I certainly a, do. Is that a pill? It's a person. It's a plague? Well. She's like an abandoned Nicki Minaj persona. <sighs> yeah, what do we say about Black China? Well, long story short. She's a former, she, like, get it girl video vixen right um i think that she worked as a or she did a lot of nights at king of diamonds she did a lot of dancing a lot of dancing um and she's a friend to booty shot doctor yes yeah yeah her and nikki and probably chloe yeah yeah maybe they all say share the same rejuvenist um right. so yeah. booty rejuvenist she, she dated tyga and i guess she's tyga's baby's mom right and of course no or most of us know that now tyga is with kylie jenner right his statutory misconduct jenner. with that 17 now 18 year old and, and kylie jenner is rob kardashian's sister 
So it's this very, very tangled web of deceit right. and Botox. It's just a, it's a crazy soup of confusion. It is very confusing. Black China, I guess, also used to live across the street from the Kardashians. Now, how does that work? Because where's, how is, how, I'm not counting anybody's money, but that seems like, I mean, it is a very exclusive enclave. Right now it has become, Calabasas has become the community to the stars, right? How did she, what, where is she living? They're like a know. condo. A she did a single, lot of videos. I guess so. Was she in a so guest that's house? Where Maybe she is. Maybe she's at someone's place. Maybe she's yeah. airbnb something. Or she was airbnb something, and that's how. That's what it was. It was a sublease. So anyway, so now they're dating, apparently. Yeah. Um, dating, I guess. Well, he moved into her house, apparently, because he wanted to use her well, he exercise equipment. He liked her home gym. Mm, is that no, I think Chloe busted them at her house, because I guess Rob is like staying over at Chloe's for the time being. And Chloe discovered them in the kitchen, and then she ran him out of the house because she was so upset that Rob was with Black China. And now, basically, he was kind of put out on the street, and he's decided to move in with Black China. I see. Of course, Chloe was mad because it doesn't take much to get Chloe mad. She's got that OJ rage brewing just beneath the surface. Can't nobody you know stop what? the juice. What? And that's why she was mad. So I get it. Um, well, I don't quite understand the association. I think Rob Rob Kardashian is really like he might be the mole. I actually, I kind of think that like maybe Black China and Tyga are still secretly in cahoots, and they're just trying to take down the whole Kardashian clan. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this whole thing. Is this just? Do you think that they kind of brought her into the fold, and this is just more storyline to bring Rob back in? To the show, I don't know. It just seems like a whole big old mess. And it is a mess. And like I said, I don't watch that show, so I don't know. But my understanding was that Rob didn't want any part of it. Right. But now he, it, it's being reported that he's actually, he wants to step back in front of the camera with Black China and have their own reality show. Huh. He also just got uh, arrested in Texas for disorderly conduct. Wiling out. Boarding a flight to London, and Rob apparently has driven to Texas to go pick up his boo and bail her out. So, so there are definitely cameras along for that ride. I hope cameras are already rolling because there's a lot of drama already happening, and they've only been dating for like two days. Yeah. So, hopefully, those cameras are rolling. Anyway, hmm. more to come, I'm sure. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, the juice, uh, has the um, American Crime Story uh, premiered yet, or is that happening in a? No, couple I think weeks? it's uh, in a couple days. I feel like it premieres this week. Now, do you think people are more interested in watching because there's going to be Selma Blair pa- playing the role of Chris Jenner? Mm, I don't think we could reduce it to that. There's a lot of stunt casting going on here, so I think people will be interested to see. Uh, David Schwimmer as Robert Kardashian. People are going to be interested to see John Travolta as Robert Shapiro. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone cares to see Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ. You think someone's like, I want to see what Courtney Kardashian looked like as a child. <laughs> someone's tuning in for that. Maybe. Maybe Tyga and Black China are tuning in for that. I'm curious to see Sarah Paulson as Marsha Clark. Well, I know. Like we've said before, everyone wants to see that type uh frizzy perm wig that she's going to be rocking. Yeah. And 
with the makeover. I mean, I mean, we, I think that we've already sort of gone gone over this. That's basically why I'm really tuning in for this one. Right. The point is, we'll be there. I think it's going to we'll be, be a big hit. I think it's going to be a ratings bonanza. I think it's going to be awesome, 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 awesome. Um, <laughs> will you be t- tuning into uh, this this Michael Jackson movie that now, apparently is going into production? Have you heard about this deal? You know what? I feel like I've been in a sort of dreamlike state, and I've heard little bits and pieces about this movie, but apparently David Guest and – wait, was it David Guest, Liza Minnelli? <laughs> went on a road trip like across the country <laughs> and didn't make it as far as Ohio or something like that? That's what I've heard. Um, close, close. It could be like the NyQuil speaking because I am just getting over a cold. And so, you know, I'm, I might have just been in some sort of weird NyQuil haze. And this, none of this is actually true. Well, it's close enough to the truth. Apparently, it's some urban legend that right after 9-11, Michael Jackson, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, and Marlon Brando all team, teamed up to escape New York in a rental vehicle to get back to California. I guess they were trying to get back to Neverland. Um, and now they're making a, um, a movie about it. You know, this may be... In, an incredible tour de force film, actually. Well, it's made for TV. I think that's important. It's all, oh, it's, it's only going to be a TV movie. I think so. I think it's going to be a British TV movie. Oh well, I mean, I think this could be a, a Sundance darling if, if if they really put enough effort into it. I feel like it could be a Wayans family production. This feels well, like are... a scary movie to me. <laughs> it does kind of seem like a scary movie, or it seems like a weird. Uh, it's it seems like crossroads on mushrooms. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. For, uh, well, yeah. I heard this premise and I was thinking, well, it's basically Homeward Bound. You remember that movie with the two dogs and a cat in the wilderness? Right. <laughs> it's Homeward Bound. Michael J. Fox, Sally Field, and some third person I can't remember. Wow. And is it so? Okay, so Ray Fiennes is playing Michael Jackson. I think no, that I his brother Joseph Fiennes is doing it. Joseph you may remember Fiennes. from. Shakespeare in Love, I believe. Man, what's happened to him? Where is his? Do you think he's like what? He's about to have a huge man? comeback. Uh, yeah, this this may yeah this may boost him back up into the spotlight. You think? What do you think For his moonwalk is like? You think he's got a it good moonwalk? It better be good. Now wait a minute. Who is driving the car? Who's driving? <laughs> I don't think it's Michael. I, if I had to put my money on it, I would say Elizabeth Taylor is driving the car. You think so? Right. I guess, or maybe they had a driver. They had to have a driver, right? My question is, how were they able to rent a car right after 9-11? Enterprise wasn't open. Um, Does Michael Jackson really rent a vehicle? I think you just go and you buy it. Okay. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he just goes like to the Hertz and says, oh, I want like a compact, and you know, like, oh, actually I want more leg room. No. Right. He just goes to the lot and picks one up. Huh. There's no renting to be had. You know, he just says, put it on the black card, and then they drive off. And you know. The black card. That was shady. <laughs> He's already got the con- controversy of this white guy playing our, our black pop star. Right. But he puts it on the black card. He puts it on the black card, because that's what Joe Fine said during his and audition. he said, oh, we put on black. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll be curious <laughs> to see that when it comes out. Yeah, it should be interesting. It will be interesting. Now, is it, so it's a TV movie, so it's like a BBC film? I think BBC. so. Yeah. Um, okay. 
I forget the name of the, the network that's doing it. Um, Sky Arts is the studio. Okay, like so when it comes over to the US, they'll still have some sort of artistic heft because it is an import from Great Britain. So sure. they'll have that. It'll, it'll get, may, hey, maybe he'll get an Emmy. You never know. Maybe so. Or SAG Award. SAG Awards were this weekend. And you know what? I'm, I am so happy that we will finally be done with this whole give Leonardo DiCaprio an Oscar campaign. Like, I just give the man the damn thing so we can just move on, everybody. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, is this when he's going to get the Oscar? Is this it? Oh, is this going to be the time? I mean, I am done. I don't care. Just give the man the damn thing. Just I think, give him the go. I think he's finally going to win for this so we can stop having this conversation. Yeah. Then, then, then he can participate in something else, like a, a Michael Jackson TV movie. Because all these big quarter <laughs> force films that are like his Oscar vehicles, I mean, I'm just exhausted from hearing about like the the speculation of whether or not he's going to finally win the Oscar. Just win, just give it to him, win it, go. Right. right. Anyway, so he finally won a SAG. He, or he won a SAG award for his his role in this weekend. So I think that this is indicative of the fact that yes. He will win the Oscar this time around. Or this is what it's looking like. Great. Yeah, he's sort of picking yeah. up all the requisite or like prerequisite trophies right. for the Revenant. I think Go he'll get it. Long. Yeah. Just as long as everything goes according to plan, he'll get it and we can stop talking about it. We can just be done with it. Also, Idris Elba won two SAG Awards last night. So good for Idris. Thankfully, his peers actually recognize his talent. And everything that he does. And maybe next year we'll be giving Idris the Oscar that he so deserves as well. Sure. He will be Black Bond and he will be properly awarded for it. I think they're going to give him all the awards next year because of the fact that he did not get nominated for Beasts of No Nation. How great would it be if we found out that... uh... Idris Elba was actually just a character being played by Viola Davis. You know what? Like, what if she took off her wig and it was like, surprise, it was me the whole time. Oh, man. Like a, like a Scooby-Doo character? Yeah, kind of. Reveal, do the big reveal. I wouldn't be really, I would, I would be very upset about that. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> She's a very good actress. She is a very good actress. She won. She won the SAG Award last night as well. I'm so sure she did. Everyone, and then they gave like the entire cast of Orange is the New Black. I, there, there's See, no that's sort of, where the SAG Awards loses their credit for me. When they give Orange is the New Black awards, yes. are you not a fan of Orange is the New Black? It's, it's fine, but it's not award worthy. It kind of dragged the third season. I was like, nah, I don't know. The first season, fantastic. It was totally binge watch TV, but. These last two seasons have been kind of a snooze fest. For yeah, me, not so. that great. Yeah, they're coming back in June though, so we'll see what happens. Maybe they've stepped up their game a little bit and we'll get a little bit more of um, the the season one entertainment that was so great. Yeah, we will see. We shall see. I'll watch it all over a weekend and then forget about it for a year. Oh man, hell hath no fury. Uh oh, who's mad now? Hell hath no fury like Amber Rose's Twitter finger. You know what? Can't I mean, nobody fuck with her Twitter finger. Yeah, she, I don't know where she got her degree, but she can't be beat. 
She can't be beat. She that that those clapbacks of hers were fuego. Yeah. The Kanye with Khalifa beef. I mean, and I mean, is there like is is there like a Twitter award for like best tweets or something? Is there, there ought like to a, be. That needs to be the big, new big award. That's who SAG should be awarding the social award. media awards. Amber Rose for Amber Rose for best 140 characters. Yeah. So do you want to tell us like what happened? How did this so exhausted by this? I don't even know that I can recap it because it was like there was so much of it and just so dumb. Um, I guess basically it comes down to the fact that Kanye West has a new album coming out. It's coming out in February, February 11th. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Originally called Swish. And then he decided to change it. Well, Swish was a suspect title anyway, but he decided to change it to The Wave. Okay. Which makes me think of like an easy listening R&B station. Like on the radio. Like a Billy Ocean song? Right. Yeah. I would prefer if it was a Billy Ocean song. Um, So I guess Wiz Khalifa caught some feelings about that and said, please don't take the wave. um, Because, you know, the wave is this Harlem rapper, Max B style. He invented the style called Wavy. And if he, he steals that title, then I guess he's taking credit away from Max B or something like that. I don't really know. Don't really care. But, um... I guess Kanye didn't like that. And he was like, mm-hmm. I, I, I respect Max B, whatever. And then like eight hours later, like a whole day later, Wiz Khalifa came back on Twitter and said, hit this KK and become yourself. And I guess Kanye West had a Google alert for those KKs. I know the Kardashian family keeps those Ks working, but they don't own them. And I guess that Kanye thought Wiz Khalifa had, was referencing Kim Kardashian by KK when in fact he was referencing his own like strain of weed which is the Khalifa Kush which went over Kanye's head and so that caused Kanye to lose his mind and go on a crazy Twitter rant and went on Twitter and just went nuclear yeah started dropping bombs he was like you must not think I'm petty because I'm the best rapper that's ever done it because I'm the best that's ever made music which and then he said like tight jeans, I made tight jeans happen for the yeah, community. Yeah, he's like, I made it so we could wear tight jeans. What is that? You can't well, take credit worked. for tight jeans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, he tried it. He tried it. Yeah, and he 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 fired off about eight hundred tweets. I'll just read a couple of them. These are Kanye's tweets to Wiz. He says, "Bro, first of all, you stole your whole shit from Cuddy from Kid Cuddy, which you know you could argue that Kanye did the same thing. They, that style of backpack rap wasn't popular until you know Kid Cuddy jumped on the scene." Um, let me see. Second, your first single was corny as fuck, and most thereafter. Um, third, no one I know has ever listened to one of your albums all the way through. Which is kind of funny, which is probably also true, because I don't know any Wiz Khalifa songs that I can stand by. Well, what's that new one that he had that he was, like, See You Again or something? I think that's the only one I really... Furious 7? Yeah. That Paul Walker tribute? Yeah. No no thanks. Fourth, Kanye said, You Let a Stripper Trap You? So he's dragging Amber Rose into this, which is why she got involved, ultimately. Fifth, I know you mad every time you look at your child that this girl got you for 18 years. Sixth, don't ever come out the side of your neck at me. Seventh, I'm your OG and I will be respected as such. Eighth, 
in also these number he's numbering them in his tweets eighth i made it so we could wear tight jeans which is what you were talking about ninth me and cuddy created this shit tenth don't you ever in your fucking life speak sideways about a nigga that's fighting for us like i do uh that i do this for all of us eleventh i showed you respect as a man when i met you uh twelfth you wouldn't have a child if it wasn't for me thirteenth you own waves i own your child now that's where i think he crossed the line uh, any time that you start talking about someone's child, then you put down the Blackberry and you go to a happy place. You count to 10, you find your music. No, no. But apparently Amber Rose caught wind of this. Yeah. Having it. And what did she say? So Amber Rose jumped in and slammed the gavel and said, Ah, uh, Kanye West, are you mad I'm not around to play in your asshole anymore? Hashtag. Fingers in the booty ass bitch. With a little you know, emoji. With a finger pointed up in the air. With a little golden fisted emoji. Oh as boy. if to say, I have something to say. Well, she said it. She said it. Yeah. She followed that up with LOL at Kanye West. Now you want to delete your tweets because Mava arrived. Hashtag Twitter fingers. Hashtag you're getting bodied by a stripper nigga. Well, don't come for anyone. Don't come for mother's child. She will get on Twitter and use the hashtag fingers in the booty bitch. Fingers in the booty size so, bitch. I mean, that's what the Revenant was all about. Was it really? Is that why he's getting these that's bag awards? That's why, it's, that's why he's about to win that Oscar. <laughs> bear. I didn't know it went that far. Don't fight with, don't, with a mama bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that's it. The Revenant yeah. is about Amber Rose. Revenant is the uh, Kanye with Khalifa feud of 2016. It basically just reenacts it, is what you're saying. I mean, so silly and petty, like a classic Kanye West overreaction, but just gone yeah. way too far. Someone's got to take away his phone. Yeah, someone, someone just hold back, hold him back, hold him back. Where was Kim when all this was happening? Silent. Rightfully so. Yeah. She just wants to stay out of that She was probably like, Kanye, I don't think he was talking about me. These don't look like our case. He's got too much time on his hands. Now, Rihanna should have kept him on as executive producer of this anti-album, and maybe he would have been distracted with something else. You know, I don't know that we can stand by the quality of the, the Kanye West brand anymore. I don't know that he's delivering hits like he used to. Yeezus was a little bit like, it got a pass for being artistic. I mm-hmm. think, and less commercial. Um, but Kanye needs some hits. Like, Rihanna needs some hits. And neither oh, yeah. of them are delivering them. This is You bring up an, an interesting uh, point. And, you know, Rihanna's album just came out. Anti finally has dropped. Kanye was supposed to be the EP on it. But then, like, after four or five seconds, I think they kind of gave him, you know, six or seven more seconds to get out of the studio. Right, collect um, your things, pack your knives. You know, after listening to Anti, it feels, again, like this has now been branded and packaged as, like, an experimental artistic album. But in reality... It sounds like they fired Kanye and hired Willow Smith to be the executive producer. Yeah, this definitely does sound like Spina Spina Bifida, too. Yeah. Um, But, you know, ultimately, it just seems as though... This is just an excuse for another failed attempt to find any sort of hits 
Um, and they've just kind of like salvaged a lot of studio sessions, and this is what they're going to package and present. With that said, though, too, I think that Anti is a pretty good album for what it is. It doesn't. Ha- it's not taking me to the dance floor. It's taking me to like Rihanna's diary room, really. About she's in her feelings, and she's not putting on any dance shoes for this album. Right. Um, she's not combing her hair. She's not giving no. us looks. She's not giving us a remix. I'm not really no. into it. Let's go ahead and listen to the premiere single, which uh, dropped like at the same time as the album did. It's called Work. Here we go. Nobody touched me in a righteous. Nobody text me in a crisis. I believe all of your dreams are the reason. You took my heart, I'm a keys, I'm a patience. You took my heart, I'm a sleep, a decoration. You mistaken my love, I brought for you for foundation. All that I wanted from you was to give me something that I never Okay, so that's All right. work featuring Drake. What do you think? Uh, it's a little, I mean, it's not great. It's okay. It's a little sort of like music of the sun. It's got like a little tropical patois on it. I don't mm-hmm. I don't mind that. I appreciate it. I'll definitely give it a few spins. But for me, it's not her best work. You see what I did there? It's not her best work. Um, it's not even the best song titled work, which is what I have a real problem with. Because like there are, that title's been used a lot. And I feel like if you're going to bring it up, then you'd better deliver. I mean, Sierra's work is better. Even okay. Kelly Rowland's work is better. I think that we actually need to have a work retrospective and just make... let. Let the audience be the judge of whose work worked. So we'll play a little Sierra. All right, we'll yeah. Let's sample Sierra's work. Missy Elliott. Hold up, hold up. Uh, work it out also should be. I was going to say, are we going to extend it to all songs with work in the title, all working title songs? Because there's Beyonce's Work It Out, which is great. Beyonce's first single that was ever released. It was part of the Gold Member soundtrack. Oh, I remember it. it. People didn't really like this one either, but I liked it. It had like a weird, like spacey, funky sax on it, right? Yeah. She was all hula hooping. Yes, and roller skating. A natural fro. Mm-hmm. She was. A, she's a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So Beyonce so, worked it out. Sierra worked it. Kelly worked it. Work. Missy worked it. 
to everyone's been to work. This this song it doesn't really work. How many times have we said the word work? Work, work, work. As ma- not as many times as Rihanna's going to say the word worked. And that's the other thing for me, that this song has kind of a, a, a Taylor Swiftian influence. Hmm. I don't know oh, if you, you know, go like with that. me on that. You know, I, I'm, hmm. I've mixed feelings about that because Taylor Swift has really popularized this idea of like, we don't really need to have lyrics. We just need to have one key word that we say a hundred times every yeah, verse. Syncopate it. Syncopate it. Syncopate it and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. Shake right. it off, shake it off, shake it off. I feel 22, 22, 22. Yeah. Well, I think this will give her an opportunity to sort of like sit back. You know, finally, I think that she's probably relieved that this album is finally out. It's been certified platinum already, which I think is kind of controversial because I guess <clears throat> she had the deal with Samsung and maybe they purchased, they pre purchased a couple. 100,000 units of, of the yeah. album already. I want to so see those receipts. That. that sounds suspect to me. Because like I said, this yeah. song does, this album does not have hit singles. Um, work, 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 work is an okay song. It's, I think it's a title exclusive. Is that the deal? I think, yes. I because think it it's originally- not being promoted on iTunes, which is the other thing I found very surprising. It's not like if you go to the iTunes store, it's not in the new music section. It doesn't have a banner banner display. You have to go and search for it because I didn't even think it was out. I had to sign up for a title in order to actually listen to it. And remind me to cancel that. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. It, well, good luck getting that check back. They already right. reached into your account and signed you up for three years. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hopefully she'll have an opportunity now to kind of like sit back and think about where she wants to go. Like I said, I'm not necessarily mad at this album. It's not. It's not going to turn out any type of hit. I'll listen to it in the background for a spin or two, and you know, um, it's got that kind of dreamy, introspective, ambient feel to it. So it's good kind of background music when you're like, I don't know, just trying to like zone out and relax, and you know, yeah. get into yourself. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. It's good background music, but I don't think I would ever listen to it on purpose. I won't skip it if it if I shuffled into it, but I wouldn't search it out and put it on directly on purpose. But it's right. got to be hard for her. It's been it's been what three years since her last her last album came out. Yeah, which was unapologetic. What was the name of that album? Unapologetic, I think. Yeah. I think that came out in 2013. So, yeah, it's been about three years since she released her last album. Yeah, uh, you she know was sort of on pace to have an album every year, which we knew was going to be unsustainable, but to take a three-year break, she's been, like, tricking us with uh, singles for the last year or so. None of those singles, by the way, Bitch Better Have My Money and Four or Five Seconds are not on this album, which I think is telling. Yeah, them off the album. You know, I think that she still has uh, the luxury of um, being able to wait a little bit longer. I mean, it can go a couple of ways. I think that she may repackage the album again and have like a super deluxe album coming out in the fourth quarter, right in time for Christmas with some dancey singles or some remixes on it. And then we'll get that. And then she'll wait and then she'll jump back into this annual cycle of albums. Um, it's hard out there for to be an artist in you know this internet age you know like you have to have 
you have to maintain your relevance by churning out hits, but it's not easy. And like if Rihanna's struggling, right? I think it's a struggle for everybody. Yeah. You know, like like I was saying before, I haven't really. There aren't a lot of like dance floor bangers out there right now. There's there's a, there's a drought. There is a drought. It's 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 it doesn't look good out there. Um, and I think Beyonce good. caught a lot of flack when her album came out and she dropped it off like a surprise, and everyone was like, "Well, she doesn't have hits. She didn't have hits." I mean, she didn't have hits, but I think like if Beyonce and Rihanna are struggling to get it together, the rest of you should be nervous. I think you all should be nervous. You should be looking at your four hundred one k to make sure that you have enough for retirement. That's right. Well, there may be someone on the horizon to save us from oh, the pop shortage this. that we have right don't now, and that's Fergie. Do this. Fergie is apparently releasing her new album in March. You did it. <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about this. I really thought we had. We were done with Fergie. I thought we had neutralized this threat. But apparently she's back. But apparently she's back. She's been spotted in Paris doing photo shoots for her album. And she shot one music video in Paris and the other one in London. So it oh, sounds like... London Bridge Part 2? London Bridge. The bridge, is, the bridge is back. The bridge is reopened for business. It sounds like she's on her way back. And, uh, you know, she's about to uh, attempt to... Uh, Give us some new Fergie tunes. I'm not mad at that. You know, mm. the Duchess was an album, and that had about 700 hits on it. I am not going to sit here and say that Fergalicious isn't on my workout mix because it is. Um, but every mm-hmm. time I hear girls, big girls don't cry, I get mad because it's such a dumb song. I'm tired of Fergie. I thought the Black Eyed Peas were disbanded and Fergie was shut down, and now I'm a little annoyed that she's coming back i don't want to see her face she had that i love la single that came out last year and i was like oh this thing i would prefer another comeback attempt from nicole scherzinger honestly i can appreciate the fact that at least fergie takes her time and perfects an album before just releasing any old thing i mean she did release that la love song but at least she kind of took her time and i'm hoping that she actually comes up with something that's, you know, going to be um, acceptable in terms of something dancey and poppy and fun. I Yeah, I, that is the one thing. I'm convinced that it will be dancey and poppy and fun. But do you think that's what she was doing, perfecting her album all this time? She was that and she was like hawking her shoe line and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, does she have shoes? I think she does. Hmm. Shoes or bags or something like that. And she had a baby. Bags makes more sense. Yes, she did have a baby. That Josh Duhamel baby. Good for her. So good for her. I'm glad I I, I welcome her back to the pop arena. Hmm. Okay. Well, you can be in charge of her. Yeah, I'm I'm not checking for Fergie. While while there is sort of a lack of, of pop bangers, everyone seems to be vying for, you know, the 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 crown uh did you see that zion of one direction fame has finally released his debut single pillow talk yeah i I want everyone to stop trying to be drake that's what i want (laughs) yeah i remember once upon a time that like people in boy bands could sing Mm -hmm. it feels like nobody can sing anymore 
it feels like a bunch of Nick Carters thinking, trying to like strike out on their own, and it doesn't make sense. And mm-hmm. I'm not even fully sure what a One Direction is. Who's right, because I really one? can't. I can only tell you one the that first song. You don't know you're beautiful, but after that, I right. don't know any. That's it. Who and who was the other group that was like One Direction but not One Direction? Oh, the Wanted. The Wanted. Yeah, I I don't know the difference between the two of them. Well, I like the Wanted that that one song that had like the Phantom harmonicas in the background. Phantom yeah. harmonicas. They were like some like electro harmonicas. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, he released his new his debut single. You know, he was the 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 daring one who decided to quit One Direction at the at the height of their fame. And he's I guess been in the studio, and this is you know um, this is uh, the the fruits of his labor, I guess. Now this is Zayn Malik, right? That's his name. Yeah, let's take a Is he to the it. one that looks like Debbie Mazar? Is I don't the, know. <laughs> is that the one? No, I think maybe you're thinking about Harry Styles. Oh right. He's, yeah, he's my favorite. Oh, you like Debbie Mazar? Yes. What if it was Debbie Mazar that was in One Direction? Please and thank you. I'd have some albums to go out and buy right now. Are you are you a fan of her new series Younger with Hilary Duff? No, what is that? What, what? channel is that on? This seems like this is right up your alley. It too. is. How did it? It's, miss it's my a Darren radar. Star show, produced okay. executive produced by Darren Star, and it stars Sutton Foster as like a forty-something that like is out of work, and then she finally like goes back in the workforce, so she can't get a job, and so then she like goes undercover as like a twenty-something intern, and she's just like. You know, she's a forty-year-old, forty-year-old on the down low, trying to be like a twenty-year-old, and like Hillary Duff is in it, and Debbie Mazar plays like her lesbian best friend. It's it's a fun time. You should check it out. Okay, I'm gonna look for it. Younger, can't wait. Anyway, let's listen to this Zion song. Okay, and see all right. All right, yeah, pillow talk. It's putting me to sleep. Yeah, which I to be expected. I mean, I don't. I had no expectations for the song beyond a sedative. Yeah, and I mean the video. I mean, you know, it's like of course, like as like a coming from like a tween poppy band in order to break away with that it has to be the most like overly sexualized thing that could possibly be you know to be aired on, as a video there's like naked women everywhere there's like blooming flowers coming out of every crevice of a person's body there's a lot going on but apparently it's number again you know like we are the old people saying get off my lawn again yeah, I'm saying get off my lawn to One Direction and any One Direction spinoffs. But I will say, as far as the Disney Channel goes, my new pop obsession, which makes me feel like a young person, is the song Cake by the Ocean by the band DNCE. Have you heard this song? No, I've seen this come up on Spotify because it is up in like the top 10 of Spotify. Uh, the only reason I know this group is because I think an old Jonas brother is a part of the band yeah nick jonas no not nick jonas joe jonas eyebrows peter gallagher peter gallagher jonas peter gallagher jonas 
I haven't heard this song, so I, I'm going to have to take a listen to it. Please listen to it and let me know. Let's go. Waste time with the masterpiece. Waste time with the masterpiece. Uh, you should be rolling me. You should be rolling me. Uh, you're a real life fantasy. You're a real life fantasy. Uh, but you're moving so carefully. Let's start living dangerously. Yeah. Not bad. That's where I am. I was kind of resistant to this because... Because Jonas. It was a Jonas. I feel like he had already gone out on his own and he kind of failed. He did. He fell on his face. And now he's back in a band, which, oh, like I'm supposed to believe that they, like this this band isn't some sort of like manufactured thing. And they were like, we need a lead singer. Pick the Jonas. Pick the washed up Jonas dude, you know? Right. But... But I kind of like that song. Yeah, it's a good one. It caught me by surprise. It forced me to revisit Nick's Jealous and pop that back into the rotation. So now I have oh, dueling Jonases. You went through everyone's, uh, the Jonas repertoire. Yeah. Okay. What, what about the other Jonas? The other, the older one who had the reality show? Did he ever go solo? I, no. He, he went solo, got married, had a baby, went to reality Perfect. TV, and then faded into obscurity. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, cake by the ocean. Not bad. All right. There you I'm, go. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sure. Great. Uh, <laughs> Do we think Beyonce's about to drop another album? Okay. So she's been seen on the scene, uh, shooting a, a music video, or at least what we can only imagine to be a music video in L.A. last week. Yeah, on Skid Row, I, apparently, which is where all the homeless people live in their tents. Okay, so when you tell me this part, I have a feeling uh, that this is this is going to be like a ballady, you know, a ballady situation, and not like you don't you don't do a club banger on Skid Row. You you talk I about I don't think you so. No, you know, healing the world and making it a better place. It's Halo Part Two, right? I don't think yeah. We're there's no single ladies. You know, we're not punching the ground <laughs> and waving our ring fingers up in, in the air. I don't think so. So I don't know. I think maybe maybe this is for the Super Bowl and she's filming a little something for the Super Bowl. Maybe. That makes sense. My my fear is that it could be literally anything. I'm ready, but I'm not holding my breath. I'll see whatever yeah. it is when it gets here. And, you know, sometimes beyond, you know, she has a tendency to film like five million videos before, you know, the album even drops. And you right. know, she does a huge, like, um, you know, a huge video you know, whatever you want to call it, of uh, of all of all of the songs on, on one album. So maybe this is what this is and this is just one of the songs that she's filming a video for. One of five hundred videos. A follow up to she'll do a Beyonce part two and just drop the album and the video anthology all on one day. What if she follows up I am Beyonce with I'm still Beyonce and it's like six hundred more videos shot on her I'm iPhone. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that too. But I'll tell you what, the days of me waiting with bated breath for an album from that one are over from her or from anybody because they're playing games out there and I'm not having it. Don't have time for it. Beyonce strung us along the last time and Rihanna just did it for this past year and they're out there again up to the same old tricks. And I'm not going to, I don't have four or five seconds for any of it. 
Yeah, they keep playing games with our hearts. And that's all I'll say about that. Just <laughs> <laughs> keep playing games with our hearts. Uh-huh. Um, did you see Beyonce in the new Coldplay video? I did, and she was beautiful and impeccable and wonderful. I guess they shot uh, the music video in Mumbai. and um, Yeah. I didn't really recognize any of the, the places that they were at, but um, I mean, obviously they were in like rickshaws and things like that, but it was a pretty cool video. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it looked beautiful. The director, uh, Ben Moore, is Indian, to his credit. I know that they're, she's getting a lot of backlash, Beyonce specifically, because of this conversation of whether or not her cultural appropriation is offensive or not. Her dressed mm-hmm. up in, you know, the henna and the, the bracelets and the head head covers. Right. Whether or not that's offensive, I don't think it is. But like I said, Ben Moore, he's in, he's Indian to his credit, but he's he also directed Work Bitch by for Britney, which I think is a, maybe a strike against him. But the video looks stunning. Yeah, I mean, it's just saturated and beautiful color. And uh, although I don't think I think Beyonce was probably on uh, a soundstage somewhere in New York or L.A. I don't think that she went all the way to India. True, she gave it the bitch on Madonna treatment. She sure did. Yeah, no one, no one came to, no, no one came to set for the bitch on Madonna video. No. Everyone was like on green screen. Yeah, which always bums me out. Like if you can't really fully commit to the music video, don't, don't do it at all. Okay, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, because nobody wants you live via satellite for the video. Either you're there or not. Either, either you're in or you're out. Yeah. Exactly. You're Although, in the squad. I, I think that what they did, but what they did do with Beyonce in this Coldplay video, I thought it looked really good. And, it, it, and you know, sometimes people are more successful at um, integrating, you know, sort of the green screen and then like m- having it sort of like blend in and mesh to the, the, the rest of the video. And I think that this video was more successful than others. Like, for example, you know, Madonna's Bitch on Madonna and, um, I feel like there was one with Little Wayne, and he was on a green screen. So I think it was like actually another Madonna. Madonna's really good at that. <laughs> he'll, he'll commit to like the first single video, but after that, she kind of phones those bad boys in. Right. Like she's like she can't really be bothered with it. And you know what? Madonna's at a particular age where I can I can understand that, and I'll I can give her a little that bit too. Of- and I I get her game with that because she's like I'll put out the first single video. It'll take it seriously, but then we have to get straight to the tour. Because that's where the money right. is. Fuck these videos. Right. We got to get straight to the yeah. tour. So whatever you can you can do on your phone, we'll film it real quick, and we'll call some people. Right. And they'll we'll attach some YouTubes to it, and we'll put it on Snapchat. But I'm going to be setting up this tour, and I'm going to be touring for the next 365 days. Right. She's like, I got to get these lights strewn up over here, and I got to you know yeah. start getting my uh, castanet. And my my guitar plan ready because right. I, I got I got to make some coins on the road. Is that cape done? Because we got to go. Right, let's do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was I wasn't mad about this this cultural appropriation deal. I don't know why people were. People like to be offended. I mean, I was mad a couple years ago when Katy Perry did it. She did it on like the Billboard Awards or the American Music Awards, and she came out. Wait, in full... she had the baby hair slicked down. Yeah, oh, she had the baby hair slicked down. She came out in full geisha wear, and I was mad because she looked like a fucking idiot. Yeah, that when was you look the... stupid, when you look like a dumb dumb, and you do it, that's offensive. 
But if you actually look really beautiful and you can actually respect the culture, then I'm all right with it. And I think that Beyonce looked flawless. Yeah. And I don't think it was at all. I don't think that people would necessarily be offensive by what she was doing. But sometimes when people get into like geisha face and, you know, they, they, they put the fan up to like they, you know, they, they flutter the fan and they, you know, they blink the eyes and they like, no, you know what I mean? Right. Like, With a little bit of a wink, like, isn't this weird? Aren't these people silly? This is what people do. Right. Isn't that weird? Like, isn't this crazy? Then yes. that's offensive. But like, if there's like an actual respect to the artistry and the culture, then I have no problem with it. But I think that there will always, this conversation will happen over and over and over again because we're just hyper sensitive to it because there have been so many people that have done it completely wrong. Right. And have been completely offensive. So even if it's actually tasteful, this conversation is still going to happen. Right. Also, I want to say that Chris Martin has been dressing like Punky Brewster in, for a couple years now in these like mismatched bracelets and bandanas since Viva La Vida. And nobody's mad about that if we're talking about cultural appropriation. Soleil Moonfry should be uh, calling her lawyers up right in arms. Now defamation of character. Henry Warnemont should be going straight down to the studio. To say something. Carry a call and rescue her from the refrigerator, the abandoned refrigerator. <laughs> she's and still everybody, in there. Yeah, she's still in the abandoned refrigerator. Remember that episode? That was like of one of the scariest. Very special episode. The special television episodes ever. I think right behind that Webster episode where <laughs> like, he went into the haunted house or he thought he, there was a haunted house. And he went up to the third floor, and there was that little doll in the rocking chair. Do you remember that? Am I, or am I just reading stuff? It was like my own personal nightmare. I think you're having a fever dream. I don't remember that one. I remember a very, very special episode of Different Strokes. I don't remember one of Webster. Was okay, Michael Jackson uh, in you, it? No, Michael Jackson was not in it. But was Michael? Ja- I think Michael Jackson was a special guest star in Webster. But there was a Webster where he, like... Maybe this was in his own house because weren't there like like secret doors and stuff in that house? Wasn't that the whole yeah. big thing about yeah. Webster? Like, what what kind of house was that? Who buys a house with all those like secret compartments and stuff? It was like a, I think it was a regular house with a dumb waiter. But especially when you're raising such a little child, I know an extra little child. Somewhere. You got to be He's careful. He's like a dumb waiter somewhere on like you know in the basement, and they're like, "Where's Webster?" <laughs> You know what I mean? He's lost. It's like, like no, he's right over like there at the table. It's actually just a doll. Right. It could be like a baby Jessica situation could pop off at any moment. You know, he's like behind the bookcase. <laughs> he's like, you know, under uh, under the bathtub. Like, who knows? You know, like all these places and everything. I would call Dyfus. I'm calling Dyfus on that. What was that? Who were the actors on that show? Hold on a minute. Susan Clark and Alex Karras. I don't know. I just remember Alex Karras. Wasn't he like a, a, a football player for the Chicago Bears? Uh, yeah, I think he was actually. I'm glad we're we're going back to because I actually really need to understand what happened. But apparently, Webster lost his parents in a car crash, and then yeah, how did they end up with him? Okay, so Webster Long, a young black child, loses his parents in a car crash. He gets taken in by his football playing father's wealthy former teammate. George Papadopoulos. That's him. The mm-hmm. Papadopoulos should be ashamed of themselves. Raising a child and like with a house with so many nooks and crannies. You could lose him. <laughs> anyway. 
that was a good series though. I remember watching that a lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. But do you think Gary Coleman like hated Webster? Probably. I'm sure. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week.